Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Brick. What up, Red Pill? Blue Pill. Tell it. Know the Ledge Radio. Tuesdays and Fridays, let's go. I present you red and blue pill and prescribe you to take them both. They said you need microphones, I'm the virus, I need a host. Know the legend, don't cross it, cause you might overdose. Release those toxins from your conscience. Play the beat through stethoscopes for my folks. The originators, atmospheric pressure raising. Thoughts be constantly in orbit, till my page is out of space. Cosmos, astrological, a star right in your face. Didn't plan it like Pluto, melanated the greatest race. From niggas to gods, it's clearly just a human display. Walking immortal, live forever through these songs I make. Rigatologists, Discovered this very deep inside this continent. They had to pass many courses at their local colleges to study what this naga did. Futuristic shit, 2125, and when that time exists, they will realize who the Messiah is. Let's break the foundation with that fire spit. It's telling yoga flames, I'm on my street fighter shit. I swear I wish my ancestors they ain't finding shit. Transatlantic travel, maiden voyage from their cargo picks to picking cotton and sugar cane and then refining it. Trying to restore our dominance. Black power in this motherfucker better know it. Give them the truth, they tell me give them more These black laws, yeah, you better know it. I'm less of a rapper, more of a poet. This my opus. Maintain focus as we enter through the pillars of realness. Truth revealers. Tuesdays and Fridays, live so you can feel it. Can't feel it? Oppress pray every day to hear me kill it. More than just an intro. This was how I'm feeling. We just left the scene's conference and we ain't finished building. The sky is the limit. We just crashed through the ceiling. Feel the energy of the crystal speak. Spiritually a symphony charged by the elements for many centuries. Libations for our ancestors, keep it spilling beat. We evoking the spirits to guard us from our enemies. I shape, I create, and I display what I made. Give it straight to the people, feel the power in waves. Black fist in the sky, but this ain't hip hop array. Putting pressure on these culture vultures, watching decay. It's time to take back what's all the monumental display. Kings County, only royalty around me. Come on! Peace, peace, peace to the family, peace to you and yours. This is Noble Edge Radio, and you are now rocking with the best. Yes, indeed, this is your host, Brother Blue, here to be joined by my co-host, Red, in any second. Peace. peace to the family. Peace to you and yours, Brother Red Pill, representing Noble Ledge. What's good? Indeed, we are here, family, for... An impromptu episode. It is very necessary and needed that we continue a conversation that began on Saturday with our brother Tahir RBG and our brother Knowledge Born Allah. And this particular conversation or discussion was centered around the need and the necessity of celebration as ritual. Um, I mean, myself just coming out of the uh, a weekend experience here in Brooklyn, you know, the Juve slash Labor Day festivities, um, I really felt that it was necessary 
and we put this episode together to tie these dynamics together. You know what I'm saying? Because, as always with all things, there's always a message being communicated. You know what I'm saying? Yes. There's always being, there's always a, a download present. There's always an opportunity to expand on a narrative, an already existing narrative. You know, beat on that drum. So, we have afforded ourselves a wonderful opportunity. In an interim, we can also inform the family about a upcoming event taking place in Detroit. It's uh, quickly approaching this particular day, this RBG weekend. It's going to be going down in the Motor City. Motown, so I want to go down, go down at Motown. Smell me, and appropriately, appropriately enough, that celebration will be centered on the festivities of music, party, and dance. Okay, so definitely want the family to be able to uh, get informed about this upcoming event. You heard. Sure. Indeed, Let's indeed. Talk to the people real quick. Let's go with you. Spend a um, minute. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. For the family who Just can't pop have, up like Groundhog. Yeah. We want to definitely say to all of the listening family, all of the KTL family, thank you for joining us. You know, it's been a minute. We took we, we took a semi-hiatus. Um we were definitely going through our mourning period after the untimely death of our Baba, Dr. Sebi. Um, it just took place recently. You know, um, shout out to Mama Pill. Shout out to KT, the arts degree. Um, shout out to our sister, Nikiba. Shout out to everyone who has sent us words of. Um, Encouragement, you know, um, condolences and support. Uh, Prior to that, you know, we were just doing what we do, um, building on the different networks. Um, There are new videos that we got up there uh, with our brother Rich. Shout out to brother Rich, Black Magic 363. Shout out to Sarnetta, uh, Black News 102. Shout out to Baba, Baba TV, Fire Every Time. Bubba. Those those are the platforms that um we've been sharing our narratives on for the family who have not been able to catch us on Blog Talk Radio. You know, we made sure to stay, um, to keep the narrative going on these viral right. channels. Yeah. We, we, we promised to keep the conversation going, and we've been doing a pretty good job. I don't know if you have heard out there, but... Uh, there's some viral content floating around somewhere on the internet. So just just check yeah. for it. You you would be um surprised, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um to say the least. Yeah. You know, two thousand and sixteen has definitely been a year to put a lot of things in perspective. I wanna send a rest in peace to my grandmother, um, Ms. Harris, Mabel Harris, who may transition yes. this weekend. You know, very instrumental in me and Blue Pill's upbringing. You know, um, very much, yes, very much. 
our last, um, you know, the 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 last of a very prestigious council, and that council is the grandparents. You know, parents are so important, and the molding of children, and the uh, the they represent the glue of the family structure. So, when we encroach upon a future, very near future, where there's no grandparent um, council, you know, strong council already put in place where people's families are not going to benefit from the consigliere benefits of, you know, constantly being caring for them, hearing the stories, getting the droops, getting tightened up. And being a parent, and being a parent, you know, I am, we have parents, and now my parents are grandparents, you know, and um, definitely appreciating the, um, I'm appreciating them for what it is that they bring to the table when it comes to raising these children. And being, like you said, the counsel for our babies, the same way that our grandparents were counselors mm-hmm. towards us. So, you know, this this, this year has been oh, an eye-opener. Yeah. It's pushing me more towards embracing the traditional, the African traditional systems to whereas I'm seeing the almost, it's almost like I'm being, we're, we're being forced to, Yes. really reconsider the altars, you know, spirituality, um, you know, just being able to tap into the unseen realm of the ancestors, paying more homage, things that are nature. So, um, you know, we'll talk about that when our brother Tahir comes on as a well-known, well-respected practitioner, somebody who has become the face of the African traditional system inside of the conscious community, one of the many faces. But, um, you know, we'll get into that conversation about that talk because, you know, we have some powerful ancestors just in this year alone. And if we are comfortable saying that our race is being encroached upon and we are at war, you know, if, if we're brave enough to even utter those words, um, with that declaration comes responsibilities and it it has to, it has to be something other than fear and, you know, all of this cowardice that permeates the community conversation must change. We have to become more silent, you know, stop talking so much about things that will not empower you and begin to do more and do things that will, will empower us. Because when you're doing these things, there's no talking. You know what I mean? Like I said before on the YouTube channel, you know, I never met anybody from the streets who talks about going to put in work before they go to put it in, let alone come back and talk about it after they put it in. You just do it. Certain things are just done. It's a lot of a lot of gum bumping and people are used to hearing people talk, and that's cool and everything. But there's a level to this work. There's a level to us moving forward. And there's a level to our growth and development that's going to require more action and less talk. That's all I'm saying. 
Yes, indeed. So let me do this. Let me open up the line so we can invite in tonight's guest. All right. Before we do that, conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before we do that, I just want, I'm in Houston, Texas right now. Um, you know, I don't like going places and not being able to let the family know that I'm out here in their town. I'll only be out here for a few days, and I definitely have a small window to chop it up with the family because I'm I'm spending some quality time with my daughter and her mother. It's been a very long time since I've been here. But, um, you know, if there's anybody out here, I believe tomorrow I'll be with the family, um, the conscious family, doing some work so y'all can hit us up. Y'all can hit me up at 347 650 0150 tomorrow, you know, between the hours of 10 a.m. and about 6 p.m., um, 347-650-0150, you know. So, yeah. No doubt. Absolutely. Let me go to the first caller, the first guest. Caller from the number 253-253-592-253. Caller. Peace to you and yours. Yo, peace to the God. Peace to Red. Peace, peace to Blue. The family. Peace to the KTL uh, Dynasty out here. Uh, my examples, my mentors, uh, some of the wise elders I gleaned from. It's an honor and privilege. It's your brother, Knowledge Born Alive from Duke Knowledge Radio. Peace to God. Welcome to the platform. Peace to God. Peace knowledge born. Hold on, man. You got a pre- you got a preference yourself before we even get into this. You know, family. This young man right here on the line with us is um, the progenitor of one of the hottest most relevant blog talk radio shows that have surfaced and has risen up in the last year. And this radio show is Do The Knowledge Radio, all right? If anybody has not heard of Do The Knowledge Radio and you may have been somewhat under a rock, you could just go ahead and go to Google or you could go into your blog talk um, search engine and pull up Do The Knowledge Radio. We have some featured episodes on Do the Knowledge, um, some classics, might I add. And this brother broadcasts, what is it, five days a week or seven? Seven. There you go. Fuck it, eight days a week. You know what I'm saying? And um, the brother's built a platform and network where he has um, different um, hosts handling different nights dealing with different topics, you know, and his platform is very powerful. So we're giving him, you know, we've already given him the official co-sign on his show and other shows. So we're just going to, you know, before we even begin, we're just going to lay out, we're going to roll out that purple carpet for the God and let the family know that he, he definitely receives the KTL stamp of approval for, you know, doing what it does, like, you know, we on we on we on uh we on the U.S. we on Rio twenty what twenty sixteen passing the baton on the on the meter. You know, and the brother definitely grabbed the baton and he's doing 
he's in the race, you know, he's definitely in the race and um he's doing good things for the people. So definitely check him out to see what he's doing. All right. Already, we're gonna to go to our second guest of the evening. Call us at four zero seven four zero seven four five nine four seven. Call the PCU and yours. Please, this is Ty here, RBG. Black Power. It is Black Power. Legend. Legend. Hold on, let me get on my soapbox. It wouldn't even be fair. I didn't go ahead and give you your flowers right now. Indeed. For the family that's here, you may not be familiar because I'm aware that on different networks we have different listening audiences who, you know, come through the portal through different channels. So you may not be familiar with our good brother Tahir RBG, but we got these good friends over there at Google who made this whole thing a lot easier for us. So go ahead and put that man's name in the Google search engine. Google is your friend tonight. And prepare to be blown away by the body of work brother has put forth. Not over the years, over the decades. We were on the show the other night, and I, I had to let him know, like I was listening to Dead Prez' first album, all right? This brother Tahir is a producer. He's responsible for what is known as the RBG sound. All right, revolutionary but gangster. Okay, um, Dead President with their first albums would be known as the progenitor to the conscious community in its in in the way that it's functioning at this point. Meaning that it's a youth movement. Meaning that it is a a, a movement that has captured the hearts and minds of street niggas. All right, part of my Moorish Latin, you know. Mm-hmm. When you listen to Dead Press' first album and when you listen to the content, don't just skim through it. Like, go ahead and Google the lyrics if need be and understand that when they came out with this album, the concepts and the vision that they were speaking of did not exist yet, okay? Mm-hmm. There, wasn't, there was not a conscious youth movement in the early 2000s. They had people that were young and they were conscious by way of their family and they were picking up and they were doing individual things. But the way that we see it now through social media, that was not a paradigm that existed. Breathe life. Like how the ancestors speak about breathing life into things like Tahuti breathes life and speaks of something in their manifest. That album brought forth a lot of life into this community. So we must salute them. I, I understand that they were honored at the um, RBG Awards in the Lone Star out in Texas, correct? Yep. Dead Press? Yep. Yeah, they yeah. were honored with the uh, the Pioneer Award, RBG Awards, Pioneer Award. No doubt. I want you to just bring, because, I, you know, I don't want to give out your whole resume. Let the family know a little bit about Tahir RBG. Some of the some of the monumental things that you've been doing in this community since you stepped in. All right, excellent, man. Uh, thanks for having me on the show, Red Pill, Blue Pill. Y'all, y'all definitely oh, the pillars, the pillars, man. Uh, yeah, and this is huge, man. I, I, man, this is this is great. Um, as far as what I've been, um, what I've done, yeah. 
uh, producing um, Get Free was uh, that was um, something I produced for the most part. I produced for uh, The Roots, Sixty uh, Nine Boys, uh, uh, J, uh, J Electronica, some bands for Deep. Man, uh, yeah, the list is crazy, <laughs> um, you know. But I, I produced for quite a few folks. And uh, then I start putting out my own music, and you know, being from Florida, we, you know, are used to the uh, just the quote unquote out the trunk kind of thing. You know, going that we, we used to go to the uh, flea market every Saturday and getting buying tapes like that. And you know, I didn't, you know, that's what that's what we knew. You know, support support what we know. So um, yeah, when that when it was time for me to put out my joint. I was really thinking, you know, now I need to need to have correct ownership, correct, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And uh, so I kept it independent, and um, I got 14 albums now. You know, I'm on album number 14 with Hymns of the Whirlwind. And, uh, yeah, but that's that's what I do. And then also, I'm in... No, we just couldn't let that flow by. You said 14 (laughs) albums, family? 14 albums. Come on now. You got a Prince catalog, though? Yo, man, I got albums that I can't put out because it was just albums I wrote to get me through situations. Wow. (laughs) You know what I mean? You already. Yeah. I wanted wanted the family to know this because we speak about, you know, some of the ideals that Garvey left us about being able to be self-reliable. When when you see the pills, you know, if you don't see anything, you see two brothers who basically came into the community, you know, on some self, you know, self-made type of stuff. So I need people to hear that, to inspire them, to let them know, because you got some brothers right now and sisters trying to contemplate how they're going to put out their first project or they may have put out their first pro, yeah, their first EP, and it's not going platinum yet, and they may think about hanging it up. This brother has put in so much work that he has fourteen projects. Yes, so sir. that's a winner right there. You feel me? And I'm sure he don't got no plans on slowing down because oh no man. When I not look into the fit, yeah, when I look out there, it's a new it's a new RBG artist popping up every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's more collaborations. You know, that's legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like legacy. It's all of that. You know, mm-hmm. and um, we are entering into a time, King of, on a few on a show that we did on Saturday, that the soundtrack. You understand the soundtrack that this community needs is here. It's being developed. Right. It is being developed, you know what I mean, and these and in real time, this soundtrack, this march, the the march to war, you know what I mean, because mm-hmm. no movement can move without the music. It can't move without the drum. You need a soundtrack. Right. You know what I mean. So we everyone is playing a part, adding on bar for bar, verse for verse, hook for hook. You know what I mean. So definitely keep doing your thing. I look forward to a collabo in the future. I mean, I. I still got a heater 
sitting there, you know, that we were supposed to put together, and that's yeah, on me. You know choice. what I mean? Yeah, okay. that's on me. I'm going to surprise you. Surprise right. You, so. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, you know, man. Again, I was, yep, that's good. Well, shoot, we can still make that one happen, man. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. <laughs> I have to get my you double know, time flow. I have to get my my double my, my double time flow is together. My shit is on one. It's on a hundred. Uh-huh. So, you know, I was I was in the gym getting the double time flow correct. You know, but it's there right. now. So we gonna make it happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, real quickly right. though, indeed. Give right. real quickly though, Tahir. I don't mean mm-hmm. to jump all over the place. Just no, no, give, 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 give the aspiring artists out there, just give them a few tips on what it's going to take for them to succeed. Not just record an album on GarageBand and throw it out there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. give them a little bit of that cloth talk that they might not know about. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as, well, I, I'll, yeah, just, I, I, it's, it's too two industries out there. We have the industry that we, you know, all know, you know, the the white supremacist, you know, uh, media called the the quote-unquote industry. And then we got our African industry where we're creating as we speak, that we create. That's created. So for artists that are in the other industry, the, the European industry, only advice I can tell you is get out now. <laughs> get out now. That's my advice. If you want to take advice from Tyre RBG, leave that industry now. You know, and 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 invest into yourself. If you're in this this African liberation industry. My advice would be, get your destiny reading to find out is this for you. First off, first off, find out if this is for you, because this work right here is pat on the back list. I don't know too many people, you know, off off of the business of African liberation that are, um, you know, that are having a good time basking in the spoils of America. You know what I mean? I don't know too many. I I know a few. I know a few that have really uh, changed how they think about things, and now we're able to bask in what we got to do, you know. But um, man, get a get a read and find out. Uh, you need do you even need to be doing this work? Because this work is definitely it's, it's not for the lighthearted. <laughs> you know, it's not for the lighthearted. You know, I've seen a whole lot of things. You know, and and the and the. Uh, what do you call it? The just the downness, man. Like you know, folks get get down on themselves. Demoralization. That's what I was looking for. The demoralization of brothers and sisters who they might not have been cut out for this, you know. And right. now here they are. They trying to figure it out. So, man, that would be my sincere, my sincere. Um, yeah, and study the craft. You know, if you if it's for you, then then study the craft and be an effective outreach program initiator, because that's what we are. So you know, if you do if this this if this is your lane, this you know, hip hop and this you know however this this media lane right here for African liberation, then study your craft 
And so you could be the most effective outreach organizer because, it's, you know, a lot of times it's not about, yeah, especially in this, it's not about an individual feeling like, well, I feel, I feel, nah. If you're dealing with African liberation, you're going to have to consider the we, the we part. And so you, you, you know, so you can't be moving off of just, man, I don't like that, so I'm just going to do, you represent a whole bunch of people. So, you know, we have to watch how we move if you want to become, get in this lane. You know, you, the haphazardness and, you know, all the stuff that could go that could go in the white man's lane that can't go over, over here because it would be detrimental, you know. Um, man, I think that's – I mean, I've got a whole lot more, but, yeah, that's what I'd like to share now. You know, I don't want to – Nah, that's that cloth talk. we got to stop at the cloth. I gotta stop right there. Right. The game is yeah. Okay. game is to be sold. Do a right. workshop. <laughs> yes, sir. Indeed. But that's good enough. You know what I mean? That that's good enough to encourage them. We gotta give our people that spark. We can't give them right. the whole fire in one episode. But, mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But um, hopefully somebody hears that and understands the you know what the brother is getting to and what he's saying. You know that the way for this industry this independent industry that we're building up to become the competition and to become, you know, and I don't want to make it to seem like we competing, like we worried about what other people are doing. Yeah, I'm speaking yeah, about just being an alternative. Yeah. The balance. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, anything that we want to do, like go platinum or shit, go diamond. If need be, the numbers justify the, the, the ideas that we have, the numbers that we already have justify what it is that we want to do so we could go platinum because it's a million mm-hmm. people out there claiming consciousness. You feel mm-hmm. me? And all it's going to take is those brothers and sisters who have been given a sweat equity and all of that mental energy to the Jewish controlled industry. You need to relocate your energy and redirect your energy and redirect your energy and your spiritual powers towards what it is that you own and control. Okay. That's right. Shout out to Jerry right. Heller. You know, we need to find out where the grave is so we can send a, yep. a drone filled with piss over there and just crash it right into the grave site. Exactly. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. <laughs> shot. Like, emphasis on shot. <laughs> you know, shout out. So, we just got work to do. And um, the work is going to be predicated on the people. This, this, this movement that we have is not difficult, but it's a requirement. It's going to be the requirement is going to be all hands on deck, okay? we we You know, the heavy lifting, in my humble opinion, has already been done. There's mm. some great people who have made transition. There's some great people who are, you know, sitting around. There's some, wait, wait, you know, still doing the work until the lights are out because consciousness, right. there's no, there's no, um, Retirement date, like there ain't no four one k in this game. You work this shit until they, until you get the update on Facebook that this person has made transition, and that's how it's been going lately. Right. So there's some people that have put in monumental work, and all I'm saying is the heavy lifting has been done. The only thing that's required of the people is to participate. So when you see Tahir drop an album, Tahir RBG put out something. When you see a brick the foundation. When you see the twin pillars, the only thing you got to do is just press, you know, buy now. 
That's it. You know what I'm saying? That is it. That's it. And and, and those numbers that we're looking for and when we're pondering, I wonder if we could go platinum. I wonder, yeah, we can, but it's going to take all of us to to do it together. Right. Because ain't no white people coming in to buy the album. We can't wait for the the knuckle-draggers to support. No. This is is our, you know, if we claim it, we got to work it. Mm-hmm. So, That's right. Yeah, it's our responsibility right. once we claim it. Word. All right. Indeed. Yeah, yeah family. Uh, Detroit family, uh, September 24th and 25th will be in your area. Um, what's that? Uh, RBG weekend, Detroit, September 24th and 25th will be in your area. And um, sure. just wanted to just Shout it out. I don't know if my brother Born is in the house. He, yeah, I'm he, here. Not. Born, oh, you still okay. in the building? You want, yeah, you want I'm here. Yeah, I wanted to speak on the uh, collaborative effort. Uh, I just wanted to back up for a few seconds uh, because we spoke about the music aspect. And if y'all know KTL, KTL got different departments in the same building. So we're dealing with the KTL radio component right now, uh, which has a a catalog of over 500 episodes and counting. And then you have KTL University. You see what I'm saying? So you have that core component, that key learning component aspect that's there, but you also have KTL media. So now all all of the heavy lifting that Rev is just alluding to is now become platform-driven. You know, there's an organizational component that's there, but it's platform-driven. So uh, along with the the goal to go diamond, how how is that established? Uh, Sue Tech was on the show a, a couple of days ago, and he said we're always in creation mode in regards to how a product comes out. So we're in the manufacturing, the start to finish of the manufacturing but where we fail is in the distribution. So if we don't, if you're not an artist that's not hooked into, along with the organizational component, media outlet components that will push you through virtually. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because you have to have a listening audience. Somebody has to be listening to you. So now you have a global media outlet push in regards to linking up with the media outlets that are out there, if you're linking up with Brother Rich with UGR, if you're linking up with Sinetta, with Black News 102, Sinetta Studios, if you're linking up with, with KTL, you see what I'm saying? If you're linking up with Dunaz, if you're linking up with these media platforms, if you have an alliance with these media platforms that will enable you to get that reach that you're looking for, you see what I'm saying? So you, something has to be said about that conglomeration, this collaborative uh, conglomer- collaboration that's there, uh, a collaborative effort and push in regards to black media, the importance of black media. If you're not talking doggy diamonds, you might have a hard time. You see what I'm saying? So if you're not really right there uh, in the mix for alignment in a proper alliance, you, you might make it very hard. So you know, on top of getting that destiny reading that you need from Tyel RBG, you might want to get uh, some media consultation from KTL. You see what I'm saying? So you might want to uh, 
and employ that and put that in your kit bag in order for you to move forward. So when you look at that and you see what the reach is, if you see what's being done, how we were able to transition and move over to Detroit is through these media alliances that we already have. So if this wasn't a, a, a point of contact or a point of reference, then we wouldn't have got the alley to move to Detroit. So it's also media platform driven. And, you know, Red and Blue says this all the time. Your network is your net worth. So when you look at that network, when it comes down to that network and seeing what that truly is, this is how things are made manifest. You see what I'm saying? Tahir is on the Juju Life Tour. You see what I'm saying? We just left RBG Family Weekend. Your network is your net worth. You see what I'm saying? So when you see all of these things coming back into fruition, we have to have an understanding that it's a collaborative effort, and we give that alley-oop push to each one of us for us to continue to grow. And we're moving to this global media situation. You see what I'm saying? So for all of the artists, you need to be honing your skills and you need to be mastering your craft because when it's time to bring those skills to market, if you don't have what it takes, you will not be counting in the stack of those because we're going to Africa. You see what I'm saying? We're going to Europe. We're going all over the world. This is a global situation. So that's the only way you're going to be able to have a long, sustainable type of push in this competitive global market. So we need to get with the program and see what's going on and see how we can implore and empower instead of, you know, this divisiveness that's currently being uh, spewed around. So if we're doing a collaborative effort, we create a space for everybody to have a wholesome experience. If not, then, you know, this is the time for revelation. This is the time where all of it is uh, being revealed. So uh, we're getting more pluses up uh, from our ancestors than we ever did. And if we know from the study when our ancestors transitioned, they are most powerful and most useful to us within that first year of transition. So it's a lot of things that need to be going on, and there's a lot of places where our attention should be, you know, and we need to direct the traffic over back to where it should be. So this is the process that's going on. And this is another example. Detroit is one more example of a collaborative effort to bring forth uh, what we know as a culture, the flag that we received from the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey in 1920. So another opportunity to immortalize someone who is immortal. You see what I'm saying? And we are coming with that in the best type of manner, that medium which is music, that medium which is dance, that medium, which is festival, the gathering together of the masses. We're coming together for a particular common cause, and that cause is to reinvigorate the insurrection from within. So when you have this insurrection music, when you have this insurrection commercial situation, it's reigniting a spark in us for us to move forward in the best manner. So, you know, being uh, a student, a master's student for over 21 years, I look at my mentors, I look at my guides, I look at my elders directly and indirectly, 
taking guidance from these masters, taking guidance from these master decoders, taking guidance from these master translators, and being able to equip myself with the tools necessary to go get liberation. So this is a liberation situation that's happening in Detroit. We're going to liberate some more African minds and call them back to home. So even when we look in this global economy, this global economy, foundational roots in success is Africa. So we still have to understand that regardless to what side of the pendulum that we're on, we still have a root for our success that the world recognizes is in where our mother is. You know, I hear some terminology, Dr. Khalil Abdul-Muhammad said, Africa is not our home, but Africa is our throne. So who is fit to lead our throne? Who should be sitting on that throne? Who should be uh, dealing with global politics? Who should be dealing with global finance, economics, all of these situations that we have seen that are being used and misused in regards to our mother? This is our mother directly. Indirectly is the mother for everybody on the planet, but directly our birth parents, our responsibility, the realm from which our ancestors caused in this great line of divine for us to be where we are. So we have to maximize on every opportunity that we get to come together for that common cause. So this is another stopover for the common cause. And we got the greatest in the building. We got Tahir RBG in the building. We got Red and Blue Pill in the building. We got Brick the Foundation in the building. We got KLX from the What's Up African Movement in the building. We got United Front in the building. So we got all of the tools necessary to bring out the best African in you right there. So when you come in with your ideas, when you come in and you need guidance, when you come in and you you got investment capital to invest in some of these initiatives to make them walk and talk and go beyond the the realm of uh, pontification into actuality, you can meet with these people and we can set up a strategic plan and situation to bring about these initiatives and goals in which we're striving to reach. You know, talk becomes good, but action is better. But talk precedes the action, so we have to have a talk. You have to have a situation. We were just building on that on the show yesterday. Uh, if the inclination for the African was to respond to a threat, wouldn't be no more recording on the Internet. So if you can take out your phone and record uh, some maladies happening, some police terrorists happening, if you respond to the threat, I guarantee you every single situation that these masters go into they will think differently because if you're responding physically to a threat, you're eliminating the threat. You see what I'm saying? So we got to look at all of these situations in regards to what we can do physically to bring about a change. So physically, you can do two things. You can vote with your mouth and you can vote with your wallet. And you can vote with your feet. So you walk to a destination, you fly to a destination, you drive to a destination, and then you go in your pocket or your pocketbook or whatever you, you carry your currency and that electric charge is a solidifier. So you solidify, you solidify what you're doing with that currency, with that intent to further as further evidence. That's what we're dealing with. 
So we got this whole entire situation set up and predicated upon intent to actualization. So if your intent is to do this, as further evidence, you prove your willingness to participate in this situation with your currency. And that's the mindset we have to have in order to be uh, equipping ourselves with success along with being steeply rooted within our African spiritual traditions and culture. So if you have that mind of an African, you're going to continue to do what you need to do in order to see liberation happen. So that's, you know, a snapshot of what's happening there, and then we go on from there to the Black Power Awards. Lou, where you at, man, with that slow in the bombs? <laughs> Fall asleep in the cockpit. It happens. Oh, uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. I'm just happy to be here. I just wanted to say no really quickly, like, like, everybody don't get this opportunity. You see what I'm saying? Like, this, I know the Apollo. I've been around, you know, too long. You see what I'm saying? Everybody didn't make it. You know what I mean? So some, some cats got booed off the stage before you didn't even make it. So, you know, this they rubbed, was rough. They, ru- they rubbed the trunk, and, and <laughs> right out the back door, Sandman came after Wash. that. Wash. <laughs> you are ready. So, you know, you know it, it took me 21 years to get a KTL stamp. So the family need to know that it ain't Indeed. just easy. It's not, it ain't fly by night, and it take work. You know what I mean? Uh, we have some things to do You already know. Hmm. It goes without saying. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? That uh, you, you definitely earned your spot on that esteemed wall. So uh, welcome to the family. Appreciate it. Honored to be here. You know what I mean? Uh, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out. Uh, to Black Dot, Brother A. Rashid, Baba Phil yes. Valentine, Baba Bobby Hemmings, yes. you know, C. Manel, Myra L., all of the greats yes. who, who came Rest in peace, Myra L., Rest in peace, right. to Dr. Delbert. Right, Dr. Yes, Delbert indeed. Blair, like, uh, the, the greats Eternal, Dr. Came. Francis, right. Dr. Francis Cress, yes. Dr. Sabi. You know, um, I want to have this conversation quickly with you, Ty, here mm-hmm. about the importance or the necessity for many of us to sit back in this um, this monumental nine-year, 2016, the completion where the gates have opened up for the ancestors, you know, in an undeniable way. And for those of us who may be contemplating um, African spirituality, you know, I want to just talk about the um, the need for embracing some form of ancestral, not just worship, but adoration. Me and A. Rashid was on the phone earlier talking. We were talking about some hip- some hypocritical things that take place, and we were like, "Yo, man, there's a concept that I have where." It's almost like a warning to the people that are out there hating on people when they're successful. You know, mm. 
and in order to sit them down, in order to help, you know, because you got to be real crafty to help people with their envy these days and their jealousy. And I was like, you know, one thing that you always have to consider is that whenever you see somebody up, just know that there's something is down in their life. Like, I'm the kind of person. I'm the kind of person that if I have one of those great nights, like a magical night, and shit is just popping, I brace myself because I know the next day, and it's almost clockwork. I'm gonna get that phone call. I'm gonna go online, and there's a tragedy that follows the victory. So mm. we went all the way in to say, like, you know, when there's people on stage accepting awards, and, and I want to thank, you know, want to thank my mama. Uh, but they don't say that. They don't say, I want to thank my grandfather. I want to thank my great-great-uncle. I want to thank my ancestors. They they say, I want to thank Jesus. Right. <laughs> Man. And they get in front of the world, and they don't pay homage to the ones who got them there. There's no honoring thy mother and thy father so your days on this earth will be long. I'm like, God damn, you mm. niggas missed the ball. And you wonder mm. why you're so cursed. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like, Indeed. honor the ones who got us where we're at. Because we, 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 we ain't going to have too many chances to slip up and not honor them. You know, a right. lot of people keep giving credit to these spook gods and, you know, the, the, the European that signed you to their label, but they don't want to hmm. give it up to the family, they don't want to give it up to the ancestors or the elders whose shoulders they may be standing on. Like, I really never kind of heard that in certain speeches. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you always hear these stories where people get signed or they get on and somebody in their family dies and these retards be attributing that shit to the Illuminati. I'm like, fuck the Illuminati. It's a stronger force at Mm -hmm. play just doing this. Mm-hmm. So there's sacrifices that are being taken from us because niggas don't do the ritual before they get signed. They're not get, they're not sending the rooster up before they get signed. So what you think the ancestors do? They take something from you because you didn't mm. properly prepare yourself for these situations. It's ritual. It's still right. ritual when, whenever you get what you ask for. But you niggas right. ain't giving nothing up. And then when you get on those stages, you're still not giving nothing up. So what happens? You wake up to tragedy sometimes. Mm. So my question to you would be, what is the need at this point to begin ancestral worship when we have these great, great, powerful elders leaving, meaning that the work is done in this nine year? How are we how are we gonna tap into them and be able to feed them and be able to seek their counsel and seek you know and, and be able to you know, have them watch over us and protect us while we're here doing this work. Man, well, I I think um, I think the first place we start is uh, definitely those that are still still in that area. They need to they need to be on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They need to be on it. Like you say, um, definitely uh, season the moment. Because you know the window is, but and then you gotta even be more skilled to open that window again, you know, and it's all kind of stuff. But they are looking to begin. I would say start by yeah, it's very important that you get get the ancestral veneration going because that's your own personal science 
for success. You know, uh, our our ancestors that you know in our in our respective bloodlines, they were they they're your own personal, you know, that's that's your personal uh, guide, you know, and and it only on and those impulses only work with your DNA. So I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, get get on it so that you can be as charged up personally within yourself as you can be, you know, and each person, each bloodline is different. You know what I mean? But um, after that, yeah, then the traditions, yeah, it's just about natural forces, you know, uh, ancest- ancestral being number one to each of us, and then the forces, you know, from, you know, all natural forces is currency. You know, we have to know how to be. It's just about being in the flow. So, you know, it's some people got it off the rip, don't need any teaching. Some people got it like that. In fact, they say we all got it like that. But some people got it on the front of their mind. Some of us got to dig a little deep. And if we do, it's okay. You got to have somebody that can help you submit to the process of becoming powerful, you know, and becoming aware and being able to, you know, to, to, to use the forces that, I here for you to use. You know what I mean? So you need a teacher. You know, somebody has to you gotta say Baba or EI to somebody, you know, and learn and you know but uh starting off, yeah, get with those ancestors, that's the number one thing that we have. Um there's there's ways to get with our ancestors on a uh you know, just uh, what feels right kind of level, and then our, our, uh, through our African traditions, which are so many, our ancestors have mapped it out. Like, hey, this is sure enough plans. This is how you get to them. You know, in Akan, this is how you get to them in Ifa. You know, or Kemetic, or you know, any of them houses. So many of them, um, but they all have a pretty similar way to get that ancestral situation popping. And I suggest that, yeah, we do it, especially, and, yeah, with all the with all of our greats leaving, you know, those that are, are really close, that energy is around you. <laughs> so if you don't know how to tap in, you know, but you know that I'm, I'm feeling something. Yeah, go and go and holler at somebody that can help you tap in there. You know, and because and, the 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 continuation of their work might be dependent on it. You know, they might have something real special to give. You know, but we gotta we gotta be open to that, and that's being African. You know, these European gates in our brain, man, it locks off even the the impulse to accept. That your that your blood is here and forever, you know. To accept that we live forever, like it's those gates, they they make us not go there, not connect with that energy that's waiting on that on that on that frequency, you know. So, um, yeah, man, that's what I got to add to that, <laughs> you know. Now, in Saturday's conversation, we were speaking about ceremony, you know, and, and mm. the need 
to follow prescribed ritual to open up the way. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, and I, I made mention of the fact that I will be attending the weekend festivities out here in New York for Labor Day weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, and how the family here really pretty much centered their entire year around getting ready for these for this past weekend to celebrate. And you really see uh, a side of our people that many people might not know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this this weekend, there was a lot of attention and focus around Juve because of past incidents. Notably, last year, a uh, politician got clipped. He got killed. Crossfire. Right. Mm. As Juve said, so they said they're going to crack down on Juve. It became a political issue and everything. So when I went out to Juve, they had it like it was crazy. You know what I'm saying? On every corner, they had police floodlights and they had a super heavy police presence. If martial law ever went down, it would look like this. You feel me? Oh my God. At Juve. On every block. At Juve, yeah. And it was still in a celebratory mode, but they were just really courting and off the energy and and, then just boxing and moving it. You know, it wasn't letting the groups converge. I really got an idea to see what a street mobilization movement would look like in New York if the youth converged from all hoods and joined together to mob out somewhere. Mm. And, um, being that I was in a vehicle, I was able to observe interaction between police and youth from a distance that didn't tamper what I was observing. I was seeing it in this raw element, and they would have, you know, battalion lines of police standing there with their black gloves on and their helmets, not knowing what they're getting into, you know what I'm saying? And you see the fear in them because it's just like it's nighttime, they're in the back blocks of these hoods, they don't know right. what it is. And these children is just really about celebrating. They ain't even really, you know, fixing right. the police. They, they don't really focusing on them. Yeah. But when you see them, when you see the children mobbing through past them, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 deep, you see the fear of the police eyes. Like, the last thing they ever want to see is us mobilized and celebratory. Right. That's the energy that they're very unfamiliar with, you know what I'm saying? And then they start trying to instigate to get attention because they can't really function being locked out in so many ways. It's no longer like you're giving that energy away. Either it's self-contained, there's purpose for mm. intent. It's like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm here to give this energy up towards this, and, and this thing is bigger than your thing right now because it's dealing with their flag, is dealing with the, um, you know, the ancestors of that land. It's, it's right. really dealing with rebellion because all of those celebrations was celebrations for wartime ritual. Mm-hmm. Now that's they just it. took all time out of it. Yeah, they just kept the ceremony. But, you know, those with those ceremonies was really built around, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what I noticed is that after Juve, and unfortunately, even though they had a heavy police presence, 
And I, I, I possibly witnessed uh, a young brother getting the life taken out of him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Unfortunately, wow. um, yeah. You know, we were in the vehicle, like I said, and it was passing by a, a thick of, um, you know, police and, and the youth were on the side of the sidewalk and the police was on top of a young brother and his brother was having a seizure. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you can tell by the response and what was going on during that particular moment, there really wasn't no ambulances coming in no time soon. And like I man. said, this young man was going through convulsions and they wasn't allowing no traffic to stop. They was pushing everything along. So almost I only got a visual snapshot of, of what was going on. And um, it, 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 it just was a crazy night like that. And some shooting still popped off. And people still lost their lives. And they were shooting and stabbing. A girl got shot in her face. You know, a 60-year-old grandmother got shot. 70-year-old grandmother got shot. And Damn. they killed another boy yeah, in front of um, Empire and Flatbush, which would be the Wendy's. Now, this is where the police station actually was. I don't know how anybody got shot over there. That's suicide. Yeah, If somebody yeah. was shooting over there, that's, they, that's where the command center was at. That's where their nerve center was. So it, it, I was just like, you know, even with all of that, you know what I'm saying, I saw a whole other energy present. And people that know anything about Juve know that sometimes the blood sacrifice is what opens up the ritual of That's the parade. Right. Because they are yep. going through the Day of the Dead ritual, you know, with the powder and everything. That is the chalk white is the spirit, you know what I'm saying, as, as you can mm-hmm. attest to. So this is the conversion, the crossing of worlds, where people are actually allowing themselves to be mounted because in trance the ceremony, these people are telling you they start at Juve or they go to Mass, go to Juve, and then go all the way through the parade, okay, to the end. And they have to ride that energy by breaking day but still being a beat and dancing all the while. Right. Yep. So what 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 is going to carry them but spirit through that ceremony? Mm. So there's the presence, a heavy presence of spirits there. You know what I'm saying? In this form, there will be alcohol. And um, this entire weekend should be called the West Indian Day event sponsored by Nutcrackers. Because <laughs> the presence of Nutcrackers was so heavily entrenched in both ceremonies that this is what connected people to that spirit realm of trance. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And what I noticed is that when I got to the parkway, uh, I mean, I was in the neighborhoods 6, 7, 8 in the morning, and Juve was popping 8 or 9 in the morning. It started popping on Nostrum. There was thousands of people in the street at 8 and 9 in the morning, you know, celebrating, you know what I'm saying, partying and, and, and following their float. So I get to the parkway around 10 o'clock, think that I'm going to catch what was going on on that end and it's going to be already opened up 
it hadn't started yet, and it was almost like faking. Mm. That's unprecedented. I'd never seen it like that. They still had traffic going up and down Eastern Parkway. They hadn't even cut the blocks off. So we was like, what the hell is going on? And there was patches of spots like the vendors weren't filling, you know what I'm saying? And nobody was outside. I walked from one end of the parkway to the other and um, sat down there at Kingston, dialoguing with some people. A friend of mine came over and said he just got out there. He's about to set up. He was like, yeah, you know, we just got these nutcrackers. And then when I looked over, I saw about two or three other nutcracker people come in. One dude had a big, big cooler. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, we call it the casket, the coffin. He had a big white coffin cooler full of nutcrackers. Feel me? And then I looked down the block. I look up the block. We start talking. About five minutes later, you know, we start noticing floats coming from one end. And I looked down the block on the other end, and it looked like a hundred something people converged on that block. So, oh wow! What I what I took note of, because when it was happening, while it was happening, you know, use hindsight after the event to say, oh, when they brought the spirits out, then the parkway <laughs> got yeah, underway because the entire undercurrent of the parkway of the entire event was the presence of nutcrackers, a heavy presence. I mean, everybody was selling nutcrackers, and everyone sold out of their nutcrackers. So (laughs) not only did they come to make money, they made dumb bread, and and by three or four hours of the parade starting, it was a million people deep. So it went from literally nobody to a million something, and it probably sold to about the three million from one end to the yes. next, all you just see is heads and bodies and energy and, and potentiality and opportunity and everything. And you get to see what it's like for a million people to converge in the streets of Brooklyn. It can happen. It's a reality. Man. You feel me? And they were all being powered and energized by the presence of spirit, the need to celebrate. When we talk about the necessity, when we talk about the inherent power that exists in letting go and quote unquote letting God if you will letting spirit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. it's nothing like it y'all it's, 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 it's these this is the energy the battery the powers you know the spaceship you know what I'm saying take it into a place where, where they definitely can't go yeah. definitely can't go right you no, know, they can't tap into summer spirit the way that you can. Feel mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Man, can we speak about yes, the the necessity of spirit when it comes to celebration? Can we speak about the necessity of movement? You know what I'm saying? Can we talk about the voice of the drum? Like, what is going into what we're talking about in regards to adding that missing component, which is celebration. And it's not just celebrating while we're alive. It's celebrating the life of even those who have recently joined the realm of the ancestors. When do we celebrate these great ones? Right. Right, man. Um, When does the mourning period end? Yeah, when does the, the somber mourning period end? 
and the the age of celebration for them begin. Mm. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, I think the celebration can be, begins ASAP, man. Um, you know, definitely, yeah, there's, there's, you know, morning period, but the moment that you feel celebratory, the moment that it hits you that, hey, you know, you got a power, you got more power now, you got more power source to draw, to uh, link in with, then that's when it begins. And the the celebrating is, it's a process of getting on the same frequency. It's a process of getting on the same frequency. So before we celebrate, and before we do, we go in like that, we have to set the agenda. You know, what are we celebrating for? You know, so if it's an ancestor, okay, we, we, we pour the libation. We get get in get in, uh, in in vibration with this ancestor or, or this mission or whatever initiative there there is that you're about to celebrate for. Once you're in, whoever is celebrating, you know, is in, we, we, we're there together. And we know that's what we're celebrating for. That's setting. That's like setting your ori, giving yourself your walking papers, saying, "All right, this is what I'm going to have to do." And then we celebrate, and that's just putting the BTUs to the to the you know we're putting flame to the to the pot. You know now we now we're raising our kundalini up, and with this in mind, whether you are thinking about it all on the front of your brain or you just now you're just in the celebratory thing. You're just kicking it, but you already set your your program. So now you're about to power that up. You know, that's why it's important that <laughs> when these quote-unquote holidays come around, yo, you, you got to watch where you're doing, giving your celebration to, you know. Like your, your dancing means something. Your, you know, having having a couple of drinks, getting nice, and thinking about that, it means something. So. You know, as, as folks who are on top of it and aware, yeah, we can't just celebrate for anything. You know, no celebration is as a ritual. That's a that's a not to be <laughs> taken lightly. You know, and different things open up. You don't celebrate with anybody, just like you say. Shoot, before Juve, yes, stuff be happening back in them in them in them, uh, in them streets over there by church and all of that be going down, people be losing their life, but that, and then there goes the ritual, you know, the bloodletting, and then the next morning following it through, you know, and we got to make sure that, you know, we don't become a part of anything that we not, we don't want to become a part of, you know, and, you know, Juve is, a, is an example of that, you know, where it's going down, and it's like, yo, who, the war for who? Because, yeah, like you said, those are war joints. You know who who is the war for? Is it for the mayor? You know what I'm saying of New York? Like what? You know, so we have to really be conscious Look, of our celebr our celebration. They you know? they don't miss no opportunity with the parade because the parade always opens with the mayor, and the very mm. first float that comes is a NYPD band, and they have steel drum and they have. They had white officers playing "Don't Worry, Be Happy," and they were banging on. They was banging on the steel drum, and they had white boys on the saxophone. You know what I'm saying? You see, NYPD. I didn't even know that, man. 
I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. They're going to let that go down every, like, shoot, since I can remember, I moved up there. I know it's been going on way before that. Every, you know, Juve, I, first thing I hear, yeah, man, this should be happening. I'm like, damn, and this shit been going on every year, and every year they still let it go down. So, every yeah, year. who is it? Who is it powering up? Can't they ain't gonna let nothing for the people go like that? <laughs> you know, you have to not not on right. not in New York. So, you know, yeah, man. But um, yeah, celebration is. And so when we talking about the uh, the event, and we're celebrating, yo, we just got in the zone. Early on the twenty on the twenty fourth, earlier before the celebration part that night, we would have set our, you know, our our ori, if you will, you know, from not the morning set, but just that that set. Man, we have Brick performing, we have you all speaking, we got you know myself, you know, we have our minds will be set in a place, and we'll be on the same vibe. Everybody will be vibing for the most part, on a certain frequency. And then we take that into ritual. We put some sweat behind it. Whatever we was on, that shit is going to manifest ASAP. You know, and if, we have, and if we're in touch with our ancestors and we got that even before that, then now when it manifests, it can be beneficial to you because you got help on or you have help within your DNA activating to make sure that you, you know, you guide yourself through it successfully, you know. Those who haven't tapped in with the ancestral shrine in their home, and you know, that means your DNA is waiting. It's waiting. You got those special forces that's only innate in you because it's go by your blood. It's waiting for you to, boom, jump online, you know, be moving like, like you got an earpiece in your ear. <laughs> you just know everything that comes, you know. So um, yeah, I, I, y'all come on out, get it in heavy with us. We gonna go in. No doubt. Knowledge born. Peace out. Yes. Can you give Before them the specifics? Uh, can you give them specifics about the event? Uh, the event is. Uh, begins with uh, the concert with uh, Ty RBG, Victor Foundation, uh, KLX, and uh, I believe United Front going to bless us with uh, a couple of uh, insurrection music bars, you know what I'm saying? Um, and that's for the 24th. Uh, and as far as the 25th is concerned, uh, it's a commercial venue type of situation. Uh, a bunch of vendors will be set up. Uh, they have activities, and uh, there's some other things that'll be going on. So, uh, more of a family event opportunity to, you know, to build uh, opportunity to uh, support these initiatives. Again, like I was saying earlier, uh, with this commercial situation, uh, which is very necessary for the continuation. Uh, what we have going on, uh, a part of that celebration and a part of that reciprocation is there with that uh, commercial uh, situation. So great opportunity to go out uh, in exchange of commerce, in exchange in ethereal 
commerce in, in regards to sharing ideas and bringing ideas into fruition. So, you know, asking our ancestors to aid in our affairs uh, with that same uh, veracity in which uh, we move forward with everything we got going on. So, you know, Saturday is the concert and Sunday is the festival. So you definitely want to be out there live, participate in that commercial situation, and also that fellowship that's going on that only Africans can do once we get, you know, around each other and we powered up with that same intention uh, and intent that I hear so eloquently spoke on in regards to us coming together. So that's okay. pretty much the layout. And you can get your tickets, you know, for the concert at blacklove.yapcity.com, or you can get a hold of, if you're looking to vend, there's still spots. If you're looking to sponsor, there's still spots. Look up uh, Amaria Shot on Facebook or contact the brother Chief Horton of New York, Detroit, uh, to get your tickets or to find out further information. So most definitely uh, come out and be a part of history. History is being written in advance right now. You know, so when our future generations look back now, you have the opportunity right now to seize that time. Uh, like the book that was written by Bobby Seale, they were talking about a time that would eclipse them by 50 years. And, and if you were not around in that time, you wouldn't have an opportunity to see what they put in. So they spoke about a future time and the people that will come after them that will garner from the support. That's why they didn't care about facing extinction. They didn't care about facing uh, penitentiary time because they were speaking about a people that would pick up that baton the same way the baton is being passed to me, the same way I'm looking to pass the baton for someone after me to continue on in the race. You see what I'm saying? Red broke it down. Race first. We are in the race. You see what I'm saying? So continuing on in the race. And you got you need your anchors, you need uh you need the sprinters, you need everybody who's out there doing their part to continue the success and that victory is certain in this race. You see what I'm saying? So wow. uh, we're looking to continue to solidify this international conscious movement because it's not a national or a local movement. It hasn't been for a long time. You see what I'm saying? So don't get fooled by the Hold people on. in the trick bag. You see what I'm saying? It is an international situation. So Every, we're going around on. the world. Every weekend. Every weekend when I'm on 125th Street, and it never, not even every weekend, I started going out during the weekdays. I was trying to fall back on the weekdays, but I kept getting so many phone calls from the vendors that are on 125th Street and was like, yo, y'all got people pulling up with their families from Boise, Idaho, Canada, Africa. Blue Pill could tell you the other day we was in the park at Marcus Garvey Park on a Monday you know, entertaining some company. And a brother and his wife was walking through the park. He was like, yo, I came from Africa just to meet y'all. I'm like, what the mm. fuck is this, Poke- Pokemon Go? How you found us in the park? <laughs> it was like, brother, the ancestors just brought us your way. 
His brother was from um, He was from Canada By way of Belgium, Africa Germany. Germany Germany There you go Germany by, by way of Africa So this is a global movement Remember right? it was right before the show Depending. we did Knowledge born Yeah With knowledge born Depending on the Depending on the time of the day That you talk to Blue Pill He might say it's a galactical movement That they That there's some ships out there Following us I don't know <laughs> I don't know. But what I do know is that this movement has gained momentum and there are people from around the world that are depending on the movement to continue to move. Indeed. They're de- they're depending on this movement grow into the con- into the concept that everybody sees. They see a community. They see a black city. They see a black town. You feel what I'm saying? They actually mm-hmm. see they see a sovereign state. This is a concept that when we are able to implant this the same way that you see the movie Inception on three levels into the superconscious beyond the subconscious, into the superconscious of our minds, we are going to be able to blossom something. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to leave it with this. Mm-hmm. A lot of people talk about conspiracy theories and, you know, if it's true or not. And if it's, you know, if it has any room in consciousness, and I'm like, nigga, conspiracy theory is the foundation of where the fuck we are at right now. Like, all of us start, mm. coincidentally, with conspiracy theories. But when you even look at it even further, I would beg, I would ask the question to this, if we are to agree that all is mental and the mind creates everything around us, when you go back into your conspiracy theory books of the David Ikes, of the Behold the Pale Horse, of all of these shit that they was talking about, did they program the future or did it just roll out? Did our participation in conspiracy theories in the 90s create the future that we see now? Because everybody's like, look, everything came true. I'm like, look, did you niggas make it come true? You know what right. I'm Did it come true by itself? But did you buy into this shit that these practices was putting out in the 90s? Mm-hmm. And we come to find out a lot of them was government-sponsored because once we found out about our ancestors and the great African traditions, and all, none of them niggas was talking about in their books. They was talking about six feet tall or eight feet tall white people with blind blue eyes that came from spaceships that were here to save us. Right. We know that that's not the way. They wasn't talk. They wasn't. They they said Kemet. The the pyramids was built by aliens. They even got specials on TV trying to propagate that shit. So, right. did we program our future? And I'm only saying that to say this. Fast forward to today. There's a new conversation taking place. We're not regurgitating, uh, because when we would regurgitate David Icke and them, it was fear based. Wasn't we wasn't standing up there on some black man's god shit. We wasn't proud of what we were going through. Man, mm-hmm. I was, I remember being petrified. Blue pill could tell you we went we went to Greensboro, North Carolina. I remember going to the airport and I seen a men in black and I didn't want to get on the airplane. Because mm. we thought they was coming for us. That's how paranoid this Illuminati shit had us in the nineties. So right. We wasn't we wasn't going at it with a with a power to manifest to empower us. It was fear based, and then we got mm-hmm. saved by Phil Valentine, by Bobby Hemet, by Doctor Delphi Blair, by Doctor Ben, by John Henry right. Clark, 
they 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 came they revived us. If it were not for them, we would be defeated now. Niggas yep. would just be a bunch of fearful Illuminati based. You know, we we, we would have been buying it. We were, we probably would have been Rosicrucians or some shit. Right. So, the new narrative dealing with our future is more power based. Is dealing with sovereignty. Is dealing mm. with we already won. Is dealing with the ancestors are back. Is dealing with rebuilding Kemet somewhere on this planet and really actualizing that. Is paying homage to what York did in Atlanta. I mean, to in Eatonton, Georgia, saying that we if he did that, shit, we could do more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's dealing with stuff like that. So I'm like, when are we gonna come? To, when are we gonna come together collectively to actualize that shit? I mean, we live in the future. They got 3D printing machines that could print out a fucking building in 24 hours. I mean, right. we got apps. They, there's an app for everything. We live in a digital age. So we could conceptualize there's digital currency out there like Bitcoin. I seen some brothers working the Bitcoin the other day. and shit blew me away. Like mm-hmm. that is a viable currency that people who you probably don't see no more in the conscious community because they're not fucking with the community. They on the low in right. private getting that guap. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, and I can't be mad at them. At first, I was like, oh, niggas is abandoning, and they not they not sharing the information. But it goes back to what I said before, that niggas depreciate everything that they touch. And when we remove the nigga element out the community, then maybe people who have quality information will begin to show up and give us stuff that appreciates in value, okay? If something is good and it's working for you, and you know that if you bring it to the community, niggas will depreciate that. I'm not mad at you for holding on to that and, and keeping that shit tough. You right. feel me? Right. Because this shit is the wild, wild west. You know what I mean? And niggas do not have the Midas touch in the community the way that we like to act like we do. We don't have it. Right. Okay. We not everything that every. I don't, I can't speak for. I know that shit that I touch is turning gold. I'm just saying. Overall, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, overall, a lot of things that people are touching is not turning into gold. Okay, art appreciates with value. Controversy depreciates everything in value. Niggerisms mm-hmm. depreciates everything in value. When a nigga hops in a fucking dunk and he puts them blades on that shit, it depreciates in value. When a nigga hop in a, he can hop in a Bugatti. He can do some nigga shit. You drive off the lot, it, it depreciates. Mm-hmm. We got to get back into the arts, okay? Right. What our hair is doing with his music is the arts. You know what I mean? What we're doing in the media is the arts. Art. Hmm? That's art. Even, yeah, even your promotion and your marketing is art-based. You're, you're using a that's, form that's of... That's right. Yeah, that shit is some um, Warhol. You know what I mean? Like, it's Warhol-like, <laughs> you know, because, you're un, you you know, whoever you're, you're working with, your team, y'all understand the aspect of putting you know, in cloaking yourself in art. Right. When we do that, when we begin to do more of that, we will begin to see our value rise. This is about value. Mm. The reason why Young Thug could get away with the album cover is because the knuckle draggers value the fucking fiat. They're valuing the fact that he's getting money. Oh, what you hating for? He got money. They value that shit. But they're not mm-hmm. valuing the fact that we coming through, you know, with the dashikis or the clothing that we create. 
You know what I mean? We like, nigga, the day that I wear a dress, that's the day that I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? Because right. I ran out of ideas on how to, you know, deal with the motifs and the ancestral iconography of my people. Mm. A nigga wearing a dress means he ran out of options. Man. Okay. You ran out of options. Yep. You know, and he became so unbalanced that that shit tipped over. So we got to reintroduce a level of art. Shout out to everybody that's going over to the content, the continent and bringing back the patterns, the artwork, you know what I mean? Reintroducing the real dashiki flow, you know, not that mm-hmm. shit in Target. Not that right. Target dashiki. <laughs> yeah, not that. <laughs> not that white star. <laughs> you know, but um, we we once we begin to do that in mass, we will begin to see our community and our tradition and what it is that we bring to the table be respected more by the youth, by the babies, by the elders and other people who are coming into this or, or getting wind of the community and finding out what it is that we're doing, you know. But if they looking through the window and that shit is depreciated from when they, if it's looking like a bando, when they look through the window, what you think? They're not going to respect mm. it. They're not going to value it. They're not going to value it. You know? That's real. So, yeah, man. So, to everybody who is raising the bar and adding value to this community, salute to you, shout out to you and yours, and continue to do what you do. Raise the bar and just know that you got people amongst you that are about bringing back the value to what it is that not we do, not we do, because we're, we're caretakers at this time. And when we when we expire, right. then people could do what it is that they're doing to hold, to hold up our tradition. God damn it, we standing on the shoulders of some people who were powerful and they put in the work. We're just vanguards. Like, that's why I don't get mm-hmm. it. I, my, my, my humility comes from standing on 125th Street behind a fucking table. So even right. if people is flying in with their family to come and see us, they still got to come and talk to me standing behind a table on 125th Street with thousands of people walking by me every day. Mm-hmm. That shit keeps me grounded. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it reminds me that I'm not doing this for self-aggrandizement. I'm doing this to hold up a tradition of people who came before me who walked on 125th Street. So where where the fuck am I going to stand to make sure that 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 street is still safe? Because Malcolm, Marcus, and a whole bunch of other people walked down that street. And that street is almost gone. That street is almost... If if, if not for us standing there, when I got out there, it was porn on the ground, open-air porn. Blue pill mm. tell you yeah, niggas was selling drugs. They were selling they were selling drugs. They were selling coke and dope. They was doing the Carmonte. They had they little sisters. Women yeah. out there were selling box. You understand? This mm. was a hundred and twenty fishery. This was the dip set. The the hundred and twenty fishery did the dip set left these niggas in oh four, oh five. They left that shit destroyed. Wow. If if we didn't come and, and, and hold the fo- if if we didn't come and hold the fort and introduce a different kind of energy out there, even if it's that small yeah, area where we was at, that vibration, that vibration mm. spread. Now when you come on 120, I don't care if you get off on Lexington or if yep. you get off on Frederick Douglass, it. it's conscious. It's conscious. Right. We, we, done, we done changed the whole atmosphere out there. 
Mm-hmm. There's no more yeah, open air porn. Really. There's no more drugs out there. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, Nobody getting really involved. Like that. Mm-hmm. So the knuckle yeah, jacket would be like, death, it ain't. Death marketplace. Yeah. The, the knuckle jacket's interpretation is there ain't no money out here, God. That's what mm. they think. That's that, you know, that's how they say it. But that right. means that they're not allowed to do the nigga shit um, without being checked. And not just by us, because the ancestors work when you niggas is asleep. They clean these niggas up. You don't have to get your hands dirty. You just got to yeah. stand on that square, and they get washed up. Yo, what happened to Pookie? Well, Pookie's in a pokey. Okay. And then Pookie <laughs> come home for the pokey, and he's enlightened. And he's like, yo, I heard about y'all when I was in pokey. Mm-hmm. So a there's a force. On. There's a force that's working. They work by side, and you know he try to get them over there with the information, and they'll come back a month or two later and be like, "Yo, my man put me on to this son. I finally watched one of these episodes on the two. I fucks with y'all, such and such. You know what I mean? You know I'm gonna let my people right. know and this that, and the other, and it grows like that. I mean." I'm talking about knuckles, knuckles dragging, scraping the streets. These is hood, these is hood, Mm. hood fellas. This ain't, this ain't niggas coming by, you know, on um on unicorns and you know what I'm saying, like on kente cloth carpets. Nah, this the hood family, right? This is niggas with yeah with matching tattoos. Yeah, these these the hooders. Yeah, Yeah, this the hooders, you know, and and they're giving it up. They got shot. They're letting us know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, son, I promise you, we was in the hood, son. I promise you, B, mm. we was rolling up, selling selling that, we was getting our work off. This nigga mm-hmm. showed me a video with you and your brother or with, with the big homie, Sarnetta. You know what I'm saying? Like, son, what, y'all niggas keep mm. doing what y'all doing. Y'all, y'all got an army. Y'all don't even know. And I'm only saying this to say this to the people that are out there listening that the days of putting a uniform and a face to consciousness are completely over. I promise you. Over. Completely over. I had to throw a video up the other day. I keep I kept running into this dude. Then I finally seen him in the store and I was like, yo, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a snap. This nigga has tattoos on every inch of his face. Wow. Straight goon. And he is he said he's addicted to the consciousness online. He can't, it's, it's in his vein. He was like, fam, I can't wake up without watching this shit. Like, I'm on it. You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah. bro, y'all help me. That's all. That's all I kept hearing throughout the parade over and over and over. Yo, my brother, I'm, I'm, I'm tuned in. I'm watching all of the episodes. We with you. We with you. I'm on it. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Like, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. You feel me? Non-stop. And all age groups. And if anybody right. know New York, if anybody know New York, these are the coolest <laughs> niggas on the planet. They right. don't give they it up to nobody. This is the land of haters. Right, right. They, they don't give it up. That's uh, not what New York is known for. Everybody's a mad rapper. sweat molecules out of pennies. Like, they tight. They are not going to give it up. You feel me? Especially in front of no contingency where, you know, they got to play the alpha in every situation. 
But it, nope. it, New York is not the place where dude is like giving his girl the camera phone. Yo, take the picture I'm with the red and the blue. It's my niggas. And, right. the, and your Wiz right. is taking a picture. You 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 the goon taking the pictures with these two guys. Oh, but um, you know, it, it's this is what's going on. This is what's going on. You know. So my my thing is, yeah, you know, the celebration is necessary because it this this station has to be inaugurated because we need more people walking in this path. You know, there there needs to be once again uh a model of what Sonetta T V is in every city. Every city where we are at as a populace, a dialogue needs to be taking place. You know, the template is already formatted and fixed. Instead of questions have already been developed, go into your community and engage the people, ask them these questions. And, um, you know, not as a rebuttal, but as a balance, share information with them. Well, did you know that? You know what I'm saying? And people trust me. There's an interest. They want to know. You know, I they, promise they, you they, they, they seem to be very engaged now based very on engaged. the chain of events. You know, if you got I it, this, you, they're family. willing to take it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, this may sound. You know, get back out there. You know what I'm saying? Dust your boots off and strap them up one more again and give it another spin mm-hmm. around the block. You know, they, they might be these, ready this time. These mm. are the tools. These are the tools to war in this modern-day um, conflict that we are facing. Because if anybody realized this image, it's a war mm. against our prototype, black man, woman, and child. If you identify as hip-hop, if you identify as hood, you know what I mean? Because, you know, when niggas is listening to the radio and doing the nay-nay, you know what I'm saying, and all of that other shit, they hip-hop. But when the police start gunning niggas down, they not hip-hop. You understand? They mm. try to figure out, you know, oh, what's going on? Bird-ass yeah. nigga, you, you don't know what's going on? You don't know that <laughs> your, your generation, you don't know that your culture is being targeted? You don't know that the that don't, the police is beating niggas senseless, is watching Worldstar? You don't see the way that they hitting niggas? You don't see the punches that they giving niggas? That's from Worldstar. That's built-up right. aggression. You don't know... That that you you don't realize this shit is all based on penis envy. It's all dealing with the fact that these right. white men are very uncomfortable with your blackness. I mean, black people are uncomfortable talking about sex, and we're not gonna do that tonight. We gotta have that conversation. You know what I mean? Blue Pill said it. Blue Pill said it the other day. If you don't understand the mentality of the Western man's relationship with sex. Just not not even yeah the perversion and his infatuation his, his, his black his, penis his psychology and his proclivities right. towards his sexual nature you can never engage in any conversation of war with your opponent if you don't understand the psychology of sex of your opponent because it is the driving force between how you know he 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 will engage in times of war and in times of peace. You know what I'm saying? You have and to read. We don't take, we yeah. don't take enough time focusing on the perversions of his psychology. We're just engaged in the results 
you know what I'm saying, of the effects of that shit. Yeah, yeah the 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 pro the, um, reaction of it. You the required reading, and it uh, it goes back to what I was gonna say before I get off a topic that the required reading for everyone entering the community has to be the ISIS papers. Bottom, there's no way of getting around that. There's going to be another group of them. There's uh, a few other titles that you have to read. You have to read the ISIS papers right now. She explains, because she explains in intricate detail, the psychosis of the European or the recessive dealing with the dominant. You got blue black niggas that I know that get excited being in rooms around white people, not realizing the only thing they want to do is eat you. Literally, the white man <laughs> and the white woman want to have sex with you. Your mm. melanin, it does. Your melanin is one man, one black melanated man in a room of a thousand white people. They are reminded that they don't have melanin. You will make mm. the whole fucking party uncomfortable. But a white person could come. One white people come amongst us. He's gonna feel the uncomfortable. We just don't want him in the building. But it's a right. different kind of uncomfortable. You begin to feel like somebody wants to eat you. Mm. So they'll 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 physically they'll physically get it because the white woman want to sleep with you, but the white man want to get behind you too. Okay. So one of the things that I saw and that I come to the conclusion of what this age represents is the fact that the black god doesn't die; he or she multiplies. Dr. Savy showed me that when he made the transition. So like what Blue Pill was saying a minute ago, we have to get in the art of multiplying ourselves. So KTL needs to multiply. Tahir needs to multiply. Knowledge born Allah is supposed to be multiplying. When I saw Dr. Savy make his transition, and then I realized that this man is immortalized, not because of the great deeds and things that he's done, it's because he left behind, he multiplied through millions of people now. You got Sabi babies right. at five years old that know the whole goddamn health, they know the whole food, the Sabi approved food list, because they grew up eating that, King right. whatever he approved of. Okay? Dr. Ben has multiplied. There's, 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 you can't replace Dr. Ben, but the man has multiplied. So the potential mm-hmm. of someone coming along and continuing his work, it's not about being greater because that's not what succession is. Mm. That's not how you succeed. You just carry on tradition. You don't have to – the European concept of competition is not an African concept. We don't compete. We add on. That's right. The European deals with fractals, and they deal with competition that you had motherfuckers against their own father. That whole Kronos ideology, we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with the fact that you may be greater than you. My son is greater than me. My daughter is greater than me, okay? Mm-hmm. But they're not competing with me. They're just greater than me because I'm making sure that they're going to be greater than me. Right. When I look at my son at eight, I'm like, yo, he's greater than me. When I look at my daughter at three, I'm like, look at her. She's greater than me. Mm. So to begin to multiply. You cannot multiply in a community that's based off of competition. You cannot multiply in a community where these niggas is watching your dick. They dick watch it. Like, you know, mm-hmm. when you go to the bathroom and nigga peek and see your penis to see if yours is longer than his? That's not, right. that's, we're not going to move forward like that. These niggas are sick. Yep. The community is sick. 
These niggas came in competition. They came in based off of competition. They came in off of YouTube where niggas was competing and banging on each other. These niggas came in. They, they're not even clean yet. They still have nigga jeans in them. Right. Man, talk about it. So how do you denigify before you come? How do you take a shower before you come into the community to put on all white? Because in the African traditional system, you motherfuckers got to dress up in all white for a year and clean yourselves before you even come amongst the deities. Okay? There's a rites of passage. There ain't no rites of passage. These niggas change their name on Facebook, and then they become conscious. And Facebook and, and Zuckerberg smacks niggas down and be like, Nigga, if you don't give up your government in five names, we're going to shut your page down. They be denationalizing these niggas. Mm. <laughs> Damn. And then y'all want to come amongst us with your righteous name. But that's not your name. I seen your government. Mm. Proclaim that shit. For everybody to talk down the paperwork, it's the paperwork that's going to get you your righteous name on Facebook, nigga. Mm. As you can see, everybody, a whole bunch of people got denationalized. They took their names from them. Now they up and they're looking like white people. Ooh. But I'll stop. But we have to get into the mode of being comfortable multiplying the great ones without any competition or without these weird-ass niggas, these social rejects trying to get in the way. Mm. Because niggas, don't, they don't want to talk about social media and sociopaths and the, social, and the people that are uncomfortable in social settings. Because social media has given rise to motherfuckers that are social rejects to become people that they're not. That's the realm of fantasy. Okay? Right. That's why the thin line, that's why there's such a thin line between Comic-Con and the community. Conscious community and Comic-Con. Very fucking thin line because a lot of these niggas would do greater in Comic-Con than they would in the community because they're all fantasy. They're not real. They, mm. These niggas is real fantasy-like. Right. The shit that they say, the shit that they try to think about, I'm like, that's not real, family. Give me a fucking plan. What is your plan? What is your plan? You niggas would do better at Xbox than you would over here. You know what I mean? And that's not that's not a slight because we need apps, we need video games, we need comic books. Like my my daughter, you know, she's into the Disney shit, she's into Nickelodeon, but I would rather her get into some stuff that you know some of the brothers in the community, some animated series that some of our brothers with these imaginations can create. You feel me? Right. We need that. So for the people who are very fantasy-like and they're not really dealing with reality, you have a billion-dollar market. We need anim- we need people in that realm that are – but you got to be able to call out the niggas that's trying to deal with building, but they real you, you, fantasy-like. You have for the show, right? Okay, yeah. I'm going to make a limit. Yeah. So yeah, you got some nigga limit. That's okay. Indeed. That's, that's all I'm saying. Let's let's separate the realist and the futurist or the visionaries from the people that just coming amongst you, really playing games with your minds, and, mm. and talking about realities that they're not willing to build, and talk about realities or talking about wars that they're not willing to fight. Mm. You know, shit like that. I just leave it at that. It'll look good in the app. It'll look good in the video game. 
but it's not real. <laughs> it's not going to take place in the real world. You know what right. I'm saying? Because it takes two to tangle, and a lot of these guys ain't showing up to the fight. Mm. White boy ready to tangle. He ready to tangle. And these guys are coming up with every... He got his dancing shoes on, and what are the Negroes doing? Coming up with every reason not to tangle. Why he want to fight with me? Uh, hands up, don't shoot. I don't want to fight. Mm. You don't want to. You don't want to live then. Yep. You don't want to live. Gotta fight for something. Because y'all want to fight each other all day. Gotta fight for something. They they heard that you guys were good fighters. Remember, they watch World Star. Go to yep. go to Alexa. Go to Alexa. Alexa is the website that you could you could um, survey all kind of web traffic on. Why is it that the Chinese is watching World Star more than us? Why is it that the Indians from East India is watching World Star more than us? Why is it they're watching our women on the porn sites all over the world? What's going on? Why are they so encapsulated with us? And you know what that creates? That creates the the you, they they want your woman. Mm-hmm. They want your woman And they will turn a blind eye To anything that's happening to the black man Because they don't want you black man They want your woman So the police brutality And everything that's happening with Trump Trying to come in office You got to remember people around the world They don't really have too much of a, a hang up about that Because they saw world star You were savages online You was, mm. you, was you, you know You, you you made it. You 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 was not no one's friend online. You made these people look like you, like you was the a threat to global security. You're out savaging the savages. Mm. You were out savaging the European who's going around the world committing genocide, but they don't show that on World Star. They don't show that online. You can't find it on CNN. You can't find it on Fox. Where do you find it at? How could you prove it? That's why we need more media platforms. We need more HOKs. We need more KTLs. We need more due to knowledge. You can't live in the realm of lack. You can't live in the realm of jealousy and envy. You cannot want to allow your brothers to come up. You can't call yourself God and not be comfortable with another God coming amongst you, even if you were your goddess. You should be able to say to your goddess, that's the God right there. And she should be comfortable, be like, oh, what's up? You should be cool with that. Bread love. You know, that's why why RBG love is very important. If we got love for each other, it should be unconditional. We should be comfortable around each other and allow each other to be great. Remember, I come from a time, and Blue Pill could attest to this, where I couldn't be myself around my friends. I had to hide who I was. I had to hide my greatness around certain people because I couldn't shine my light around them because they would do everything in their power to dim it. Right. I come from a time where me and my brother had to dumb ourselves down to be to stay alive, bro. That's that's some real mm. shit. Mm. You couldn't be deep in the streets in the nineties, my my guy. You couldn't be conscious in the underworld. That was a perceived threat. So now we're in a community where people are trying their best to be smart, trying to, try, try, you know, they want to be comfortable being themselves, and they're still feeling threatened. 
still feel threatened. Mm-hmm. They can't even be God in the community. We have to denigify the community, fam. We got to get that energy out of here. We got to get that frequency up out of here. This is not somewhere where I want my children to grow if it's still going to be like that. Word. So, you know, that's enough for me. You know what I mean? I, I just had to let certain things be known. But uh, I'm going mm-hmm. to leave it on that note, and I want to thank everybody for, you know, just listening. You know what I mean? That takes a lot. Yes, sir. It's indeed family, but we are, are at the 1 o'clock mark, so, you know, I think we put a good amount in in regards to getting information out about the upcoming event. And, yes, sir. you know, definitely coming in the theme of celebration from um, Saturday night coming in here to Tuesday evening. You know, uh, gentlemen, while we were on the program, I got, I was informed that our last, uh, our last grandparent, you know, that was alive made transition while we were on air with, with, with the family on Saturday speaking about celebration and speaking about spirits and the family and the ancestors and everything. So, you know, these conversations are very real. My condolences, G. Yeah, my condolences. Indeed, brother. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Might have dropped. But um we are becoming the new el the new elders. You know, slowly but surely, the 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 baton is being passed to us, all of us. Our elders are beginning to check out and go on to better places, you know, so they can protect us and watch over us from another realm. And um, with that comes a lot of responsibilities, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just it's 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 going to be more conferences more sit-downs and more meetings with like-minded individuals because we have to prepare ourselves for leadership and eldership because the babies are watching and they're coming up and they're who we were 20 years ago. So some of the things that we were doing while identifying ourselves as the youth, that shit is over. We ain't the youth no more. You know, we're not the youth. You know, we're the young elders, and um, we have to set examples, and we got to keep that bar up high. You know, got to keep it up high. So salute to everybody who's doing the work. Salute to everybody who's maintaining through the madness. Salute to everybody who is impacting their communities. And keep in mind, when it comes to us finding the TV, a Black News 102, a Black Magic 363 for everybody that's out there, a DSLR camera, a tripod, and a YouTube account. Start there. That's all you need. I want to see what the fuck is taking place in Atlanta, in the streets. I want to see what's going on in Dallas-Fort Worth. I want to see what's up in the third water, Houston. We showed you what's going on on 125th Street. We out there open market 
I mean, they could stand on the top of the Apollo and snipe us. Somebody could walk by one day and just go in on us. The knuckle draggers is out there that we be having, you know, y'all don't see everything that goes down. We have conflicts out there with, with people sometimes, mm. but it don't but it don't matter because that's where we at. We holding our square, we holding the fort. So it don't matter if your hood is ratchet and it's turned up. Turn your camera on. Ask questions. Just stand there amongst the madness and build. You you yeah, see us on your People be yep. walking by us like we not even there. They looking at us. You, you see the Jesus people looking at us like we got Satan in us. Like we crazy. Throwing holy water our way. But we keep building. We keep building because we know the importance of it. We know our job. And we know the impact that it's making. But this movement is global, so the rest of the world needs to turn their cameras on and let's multiply. Let's make this, that that's what networks are. That's how the internet blew up. Right. That's right. All right. Yeah, so that's about it. With knowledge, Jack. I'm right here, Jay. I just wanted to give a quick shout out to you know the KTL Dynasty, like my brother Tyre put it in the promo video, and and legacy. You know what I mean? Uh, for you know all of the years of service and pilgrimage. You know, so directly and indirectly, uh, y'all have built up a body of understudies. You know what I mean? The Sinezidum built up a body of understudies, you know what I mean? The Amaral Squad, everybody who's connected to the Voltron and made master students and master understudies. So the, the army is real, you see what I'm saying? And watching the shift in thought, watching the shift in consciousness is something that is very relevant, you see what I'm saying? So... I got a chance to be an uh, inheritor, to see the golden age, to go from the golden age to whatever the fuck this is right now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, so it's like before crack and after crack, before uh, crack and now after crack consciousness we got running around. You see what I'm saying? Where you got people thinking that they have the right. This is a privilege, not a right. But you have to go through a rise of passage like you were speaking on earlier. See what I'm saying? So I'm living proof of the process. So if you look at uh, Student Knowledge Radio, that's a virtual extension of everything I saw in the community over a 21-year period. The commercial situation, setting up situations for commerce where people can come on and come off of the show and people hit them up like, yo, I heard you on the show. In our days, when I saw you on the VCR tape or I saw you on the DVD, you see what I'm saying? That was not a through line to the conversation. So that same physical element, that commercial process, that education process, that master decoding process, that master translation process that we witnessed gave you your trial by fire. Phil Valentine has a lecture that's 10 hours long called Somatic Death. After we watched Somatic Death in Baghdad, we was up for like three days straight reading everything, oh. reading everything. So consciousness gave us success in battle. 
wasn't some of the worst shit in our life. I'm telling you. If yeah. you go back and look at 0405, that was the worst time in the war history we was putting it in. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Dirty made the transition in November of 04. That was the craziest time of my life mm. in war. You see what I'm saying? So it was like 29 months of straight hell from 03 to 05. We was in the shit. And the thing that saved us <laughs> was consciousness. The thing that kept me at homeostasis was my, my mother you know, with the urge and with the healing and consciousness. You see what I'm saying? Brother Aaron Rashid got a book, The Kabbalistic Metaphysic War in Iraq. We was in Baghdad. I was in the gunner's hatch reading the book and scanning my sector at the same time. You see what I'm saying? So the the Kabbalistic Metaphysic War in Iraq made it through Iraq, through Iraq streets. So knowing that we made soldiers, we made warriors who was ready to stand post and stand in guard. That's how the international situation began in regards to us. But it was already a commercial situation that was happening in the U.K. Like that was in the U.K. with with the other brother, Rich. You see what I'm saying? Aline Bay, Bobby Hammett, Dr. Phil Valentine, all in the mm. U.K. And we was setting up that international commercial situation with an intercontinental conscious tour. Mm. And we got people running around talking about, I'm international. Get the fuck out of here. You serious? Look at where we were because of the work that was put in in that LIU circuit. That made it global. That made it global. So we have to return to a situation where which we are setting up continual opportunities for long term sustaining commercial situation in African ancestral veneration. Period. This is where we are. So uh if my brothers is most correct when they say we need more platforms, but what kind of platform are you going to allow the people to stand on? Mm. That's it. You see what I'm saying? So tutelage and study needs to go. There is nothing new under the sun. All of the greats have put out all of the great work. Go back and review the work. Look at these points of reference. Get into these archives, these over 500 shows. Come on. Like, people have transitioned. And this is the place where this is the reference point now. KCL is the reference point now. You see what I'm saying? So if you don't know who Devil Blair is, you can learn who Devil Blair is right now. If you don't know who Dr. Savy is, you can find out at this point of reference right now. So understand that whole situation that's going on, where we are, and what must be done. Yo, that's and as far as these characteristics, you know, I got to give it up to the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. He described the character traits of the 85, 10, and 5%. So I don't have to walk into a situation trying to figure somebody out. I don't have to. My ancestors then did the work for me. You know, I had a mother who could look into your eyes and tell you everything that was wrong with you, past, present, and future. Mm. And she told me that she would just use the magnifying glass in life so people wasn't thinking she was crazy. Understand? 
These are giants that come among you. These are giants that reform you from the inside out. These are resurrected from a mental death state that are among us. So we right. give them, we have to give them their flowers that are here, and then when they're gone, we have to honor their legacy with our life force. Right. So this is real. This is real. Indeed. Appreciate you, God. I mean, you definitely put it in perspective. You know what I'm saying? And um, in the name of your mother, in the name of Dr. Sabian, in the name of Dr. Blair, in the name of Dr. Francis Cress, in the name of many of our family who have recently joined the ranks of the ancestors, we give homage from our, our grandmother, Mabel Harris, you know what I'm saying? We dedicate this program, and we definitely are building up the momentum towards a grand celebration of love and light, the legacy, you know, a long-standing tradition. All right, family? Peace, love, and light. I want you to leave the family with your contact information. Where can they access your archive of work? Tahir, where can they access your archive of work? Okay, um, Black Power Family, Tahir RBG, Repat Nation is the situation. Shout out to all the African liberation organizations worldwide. You can get in contact with uh, me and my work at Tahir RBG, that's T-A-H-I-R-R-B-G dot com, and as well as Tahir RBG at gmail.com if you want to uh, send me a message. And uh, let's link up, you know, uh, if you want to get in touch with me as far as the uh, organization Repat Nation, you can uh, email me at re or uh, us rather at Repat Nation, R E P A T N A T I O N, Repat Nation at gmail.com. And um, we are a a uh, holistic repatriation uh, organization, uh, African repatriation organization. So um, any any links and any, if you're looking for links, you know, I, we love, we need help. We, we, you know, none of us have the answer by ourselves. We all need to figure this out together. So um, if you have any resources on that, we'd gladly like to build, and we also have resources as well. And um, I thank you all for having us on the show, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, you, you definitely and probably you already know that almost every black community in the world is welcome. The pill, the pillars are welcome there. I already know it, you know, because the, the whole world is watching and, and they're definitely watching y'all. Indeed. Indeed, my bro. Peace, love, and light. Brother Nala's born. Well, yeah, I'm definitely uh, extremely honored um, to share the same platform. No, uh, yes, honored I was, Please, can you hear me? 
Yes, indeed. But, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely honored to you know, share the platform, especially with my brother, KRVG, you know what I'm saying, uh, with my mentors, uh, with my guides at various points of my life, Red and Blue Pill. Uh, you can reach us. We're on seven days a week, uh, Sunday through Sunday. You know what I mean? We've got that D-Wave mentality, fall seven times, get up eight. So you can definitely check us out uh, seven days a week. Uh, if you're looking to be a guest on the show, you can email us at do the knowledge radio at gmail.com, or you can check us out, uh, our archives at www.blogtalk.com forward slash do the knowledge radio. That's D O T H A K N O W L E D G E R A D I O. And you can check out our website, www.doknowledgeradio.com. And we got do the knowledge university. Uh, coming soon. We got a born day celebration for my brother Jay Dizzle with Black I Stand Radio tomorrow, along with uh, the National Minister of Defense of the Black Rider Liberation Party, our brother Minister King Samisha Bad. So a dualistic twin energy twinning, as always, uh, on Doom Now's Radio tomorrow. So come through, show them brothers some love. You know, they've been putting it down in Sojourning uh, for some years. So show them that love, honor, and respect. So that's my contact. Information if you're looking to be a guest, uh, just hit me up either way. There's a contact us section also on the website, and it goes directly to my email. So, uh, peace, love, and light, black power, uh, African liberation is the situation. Black power. Black power, family. All right, and I'm going to leave the listening audience with the latest single. Or for this upcoming project, the brother Red Pill and Cambada's putting together. This is their latest single, Burning Up the Charts, made for this. Hopefully, we get to perform this in the D as well with the family. All right? Peace, God. Anthem on the track. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love. In a city where the bums rich Skyscrapers block the rays when the sun hits One time coming, niggas run quick By the time a baby walk, he got a gun grip I was made for this, I was made for this I was made for this, I was made for this I'm not a product of the cages that they raise us in Bred to be a king, I'm not a slave to this I was made for this, I was made for this I was made for this, I was made for this I'm not a product of the cages that they raise us in Bred to be a king, I'm not a slave to this they don't know fact from fiction They don't know the blacks is missing They don't know they trapped in prison They don't know the path to prison Was a math decision They don't know the wrath is quicken They don't know the ass they kissing On the path of mission To put their ass in prison They don't know black religion Fact and fiction They don't know mama didn't leave them niggas Half the kitchen with half a chicken Fact of fiction We still hot we still noble, red and blue pill global, no matter the language, we still moguls. We lost skill scotch and we lost skill noble, exercise the right to live like it is. The revolution will not be televised, it's being digitized, on the come up, it's like watching the midget rise. Sleeper giants grow another 20 feet tall with each alliance. I could teach the science, a terror instrumental down. Before
before I lay my pencil down. I'm going down to Tinseltown to burn the temple down and cap it off like this crown. And my rights in reserve, fear of a black Illuminati. I might just build what the Bilderberg to come and kill you nerds. I'm shining like a Grammy host on the shores of Miami coast. My Moringa plug looking like Sammy Sosa, the old one when he was well done like Granny's roast. The ancestors sponsored us. I don't know them niggas, all they do is talk that conscious shit. We living it, we in the streets like House of Consciousness. KTL in the ATL, MIA, NYC. Multi-dimension like MIB. We are not the same, I am a sovereign. We are not the same, I am a problem. I was made for this, I was made for this, I was made for this, I was made for this. I'm not a product of the cages that they raise us in. Bred to be a king, I'm not a slave to this. I was made for 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 this. I'm not a product of the cages that they raise us in. Bred to be a king, I'm not a slave to this. I 